We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. We don't really have like an official title for our Sunday pod, like a post-game recap pod, I, I don't know, the, the Sunday refresher, whichever way you want to look at it. This is something new we've started doing here in 2019 in which we take the best of the press conferences, Lincoln Riley, usually Jalen Hurts, and today Alex Grinch, a couple of interviews we didn't get to during the post-game show, and we recap a Sooner W. Uh, so I think there's just a lot of maybe confusion after yesterday from fans and kind of gauging what we see on social media and here on some of our post-game shows. Yes, the Sooners won. Yes, the Sooners won going away. Yes, Lincoln Riley wanted his team to celebrate a victory, but there were questions. Kansas coming out and running the ball as well as they did, scoring on that first drive. The Sooners give up their first first quarter points of the season, also trail for the first time this season. Jalen Hurts didn't necessarily look very crisp, and the Sooners seem to have a few issues on the offensive line. But I'll I'll contend in a game like this. Uh, that environment was one early in the morning that is kind of typical for Kansas. You have to create your own environment. You have to create your own energy. You have to create your own excitement. And you add into it that every pregame plan that you had in place gets shifted. Now, that delay ended up only being 30-ish minutes or so, 
But you start backing up that clock a little bit and you think about getting your your body right, getting your mind right. Uh, I've always been of the belief that that definitely favors the home team. And I think that showed a little bit early on. It was almost as if the Sooners kind of hit the snooze bar through the first quarter and they finally woke up in the second quarter and made all the adjustments they needed to make to pull away from a team that they're better than. I understand, though, we want flawless execution from start to finish. So does Lincoln Riley. So does Oklahoma. So now... They refocus in practice on Monday. They continue to tinker on things and hopefully will be at 100% health-wise for Saturday. There were three key pieces that weren't there on Saturday. You know, Kennedy Brooks wasn't there on Saturday, getting a, a day to fully recover from that hit he took against Texas Tech. Eric Swenson, your starting left tackle, wasn't there. Adrian Ely missed his second straight game. He wasn't there. So there's some major pieces that you can get back. And then in Their absence, you had some guys step up. I thought Ramondre Stevenson was fantastic yesterday. He took advantage of that opportunity. I I know the freshman probably just because of sheer numbers, Marcus Major won't get a ton of opportunity this year, but I thought he ran hard when he got the football in the fourth quarter. And it took some time on that offensive line, but I thought as the game progressed, Tyrese Robinson and and R.J. Proctor started to settle in at the tackle positions. But it's a new week. It's OU Texas week. We have so much content in store for you. I can't wait to get started. So let's get going on our Sunday post-game pod by hearing from Rufus Alexander. Rufus usually joins us on the Sooner Radio Network. He was back in Norman covering things for us on Saturday. So we asked him to check in post-game. And here's the report he filed on the Sooners win over Kansas. Wasn't a great game by the Sooners. Um, The offensive line had its struggles. Um, You had a lot of penalties that were out there. Things that the Sooners needed to clean up. They're going to play against a very game Texas team next week. It was hard for those guys to get up for this KU game. I know how I know the feeling, um, but you got to go out there and play football and play a, a clean brand of football, which the Sooners didn't. The injuries on the offensive line are starting to creep up, and they're not looking as good as a unit as far as running the ball. Um, they they're. They're not where I think they should be running the ball, and I'm sure the coaches feel the same way. They got to get better in that area. Hopefully, you get some guys back healthy and ready to play. You need Ely to get back out there. You need Swenson. You need your depth on your offensive line uh, to get uh, a better push up front. Jalen Hurts had, you know, I think he had just one of his more average games uh, here so far as a Sooner. Um, he, he made some really good throws from the pocket. You can still see his growth as far as in the offense. Same for the running backs. I think they have one of their more average games that they've had in a little while. So those guys, are. I think they looked a little bit ahead to the Texas game. They got the win in KU, which is what you want to do. Jalen Hurts put up some good numbers, had a few really good touchdowns. Um, so now he's on his on. It's moving on and forward to the OU Texas Red River rivalry shootout, whatever you want to call it now, uh, is what the offense have to look forward to. So put this game behind you, correct the mistakes, um, limit limit the pit, the penalties that you've had, and, and really discuss the things that happened in this game and just move forward and focus on Texas. As for the defense. You had some mistakes on the back end. Um, I, I think you look at some of the safety, some of the coverage. Parnell Miley didn't have his best outing uh, in this game, and maybe I think this is what this defense needed, uh, a, a kick in the butt to tell them, hey, if you don't focus, this is what's going to happen to you, and I think this will help those guys get back grounded and get back refocused on what they are and the goal is at hand. Um, some things that just didn't work uh, in this game was you, you saw a few times Kenneth Murray got – 
lost and where he was supposed to be on the back end um, as far as uh, on the, as far as where he needed to be in the run fit. You saw some of the zones that kind of got out of the back door, the draws that happened that kind of got out of the back door with um, with Puka, and which is he's a tough guy to kind of get um, a, a tough guy to tackle. So you've seen some of those things happen with Puka, um, and he's a, being a tough guy to tackle. So he was a good talent, a good test for those guys. Um, overall, I think the defense had a, a pretty average day, um, and I, I think uh, Grinch is going to let those guys know they had an average day. They didn't tackle well. They didn't play in coverage well. They didn't get the turnover that they needed. Um, and you just – you can't have those lapses and you're going to play against really good teams. So you let a team like Kansas do that. And I think this is a good, good game for them to have this type of game before you play against a Texas that will make those guys refocus and come back, come get back grounded a lot more. Um, and, and pretty, and pretty much you, the coaches can harp, harp on it and make those guys refocus. And there was one interview we didn't get to in the post game show, the Bud Light post game show, which you can find right now in our archives at Soonersports.com slash podcast. Brendan Radley, Hiles, Buki caught up with a Sooner Nickelback immediately after the game. Hey, Buki, can you take us through the weather delay and how challenging that was, or was it challenging at all? Uh, the weather delay, it was a, it was a different little mix-up for us. Uh, it was our first uh, test, I guess you could say, for the season. But I feel as if Coach Riley hit it on the head, you know, when he told us how, how prepared we were for this type of situation, you know, because this situation has presented itself to us when we were in, um, in preseason. You know, honestly, we've had that situation come about, so we understood what we were going to face when we got there and we got up here, you know, and it happened. So uh, we were ready for it when it came upon. How are you personally feeling about your progression and your role in this defense? I feel I feel as if I have a lot of room for improvement, and there's a lot of ways that I can actually step up and help this defense. And I feel as if I need to be taking those next steps throughout these next couple of weeks, and I'll make sure that I'm doing that. You know, it seems like that that wasn't necessarily an over celebratory locker room, but Coach said enjoy it. So, are you able to enjoy this win, or are you ready to get back to practice? Honestly, me personally, I, I'm going to enjoy this win, but as soon as we hit the ground back in Norman, I'm in my playbook, I'm going to watch this Kansas game, break down the film, get on the phone with Coach Grinch give, so he can give me my feedback, and once we clean up that tape, we're on to Texas, we're going to make sure we game plan for those guys. I thought what C.D. Lamb said about Jalen Hurts was very fascinating, and I think we've seen it play out so far this year. C.D. talked about how Jalen can be kind of hard on himself. I think you you hear that. I think we saw that on Saturday, but... And we talked to him in the post-game show, and you could sense it. It was just before I could even get my first question out, his answer was already there. Got to be better. Got to be better. So here was Jalen Hurts' full press conference after the Sooners went over Kansas. I just think we got to execute better and be more disciplined. When you talk about yourself being better, what exactly today did you not like about your game? Um, just going out there with the right approach and being decisive. Um, and Like I said, I... I have a, you know, I have the energy I have for myself leaks onto the team. Um, the approach I have definitely affects the team, and I need to make sure I'm on my P's and Q's all the time. So um, there's there's no doubt. Lincoln fell on his sword with his play calling, and that goal line uh, possession ended up with the midfield third down play. But just how how weird a, a moment was that? And then to come back and get the score before half, just that that whole sequence for you guys as an offense. We we put we put ourselves in a bind. Um, you know, regard, regardless of what goes on, um, we got to execute. We got to execute, and, and 
I feel like I can dictate the outcome of anything that goes on on the field, so I feel like I, I can do better. What were you thinking when CD flipped you the ball? Make a play. Make a play. You guys, it, it seemed like it was hard to kind of open up running lanes early, but then you got tempo, you started throwing the ball uh, left or right. What did you like about, or what do you like about just kind of going tempo like that? Is that something that, that you feel like you've always been good at or something that you're getting better at? I think the whole approach we try to have when we, when, we, when we go out there and play, and we have to be more consistent with it, is not worrying about any external factor, not worrying about any expectation of someone else, not worrying about anything that has nothing to do with the guys on the field. I think we have to go out there and play to our standard all the time and every time. We've got to practice to our standard. Um, and we have to be consistent with that. Um, we have to hold everybody, um, hold everybody accountable to doing it. I mean, we all know Ramondre, he's a heck of a player. He makes plays, he's hard to tackle. I mean, I'm happy he got the opportunity to, um, I mean, do, you know, be him. Another injury up front, uh, fifth straight, different lineup in the starting five on the offensive line. How, are those, how did those guys do today? How are they coming along, overcoming some things, obviously? When something hits you in the mouth, you, you ask yourself, so what now? What, how do you respond? Um, I think, you know, at all phases, we don't, we don't, it doesn't matter who's on the field, your youth, how young you are, it doesn't matter. Um, you got to play to that standard. Everybody has to go out there and do their jobs. I think if we take anything away from this, we, we got to do a better job of doing that. Can Little you, details. Can you talk about the job KU did? They got some people in your face, particularly in the first half, in a way that I didn't see on tape this year. A lot of, lot of respect to those guys. They came out and played really hard, flew around to the ball like I, like I knew they would. Play physical. We we, we got we got to execute. Les Miles just talked about you and the moment you guys had at the end of the game. Sorry. Les Miles, Coach Miles, just talked about the moment he had face to face with you at the end of the game and how much he admired you and your family. What did he say? He said that you're from a great family and a great kid and know you from the SEC. Well, I I appreciate that um, from Coach Les Miles, a well respected guy. I much appreciate it. Jalen, what do you guys have to do to clean up some of the penalties that you guys have had as a team? I have the right mental focus. Mental focus in practice. Mental focus. Um, anytime we're preparation, doing preparation in the film room, whatever it is, we just got to stay locked in. And we got we to gotta execute and do our jobs. Is there a way to, to force that mental focus on people? How do you go about that? It's a choice. You either do it or you don't. We got to do it. What's that? Call the plan. We executed. We did a good job executing that. Jalen, uh, Lincoln talked about the fine line between an aggressive team and a, and a disciplined team. He'd say, I'd rather have you guys be aggressive than, than not, and maybe the penalties come. Do you see it that way, that you guys sort of have to push the issue and if there are penalties that happen, or is that unacceptable in your mind? It's about being smart with it. You definitely want to be disciplined. Discipline in doing your job, discipline in doing what you need to do to make positive plays and, and help the team. I do think we have to be smart. We have to make the right decisions on the field. And um, we just, we just got to be better on that. What do you know about the OU Texas rivalry? Much, 
I mean, I grew up in Texas. I saw it. I mean, going to games, how intense it is, stuff like that. Have you ever been to one? No, sir. So this will be all new to you? I mean, you know, I, I played in the Iron Bowl. Played in big games before. Right. I think I'll be all right. Thank you. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Now, again, I thought the Sooner D adjusted well. And uh, I, Brian Odom is a fantastic coach. I loved watching him talk his inside linebackers through the adjustments that needed to be made on that pitch play that Kansas had a lot of success on. And, you know, Teddy Lehman talked about it a lot on the Sooner Radio Network. That's so confusing because it looks like a sweep and you sell out as a backer. And then the next thing you know, boom, the guy's cutting it back in a gap and, and you're toast. But I thought Brian Odom did a fantastic job adjusting to this. Uh, this defense stayed focused. They stayed communicating. And Alex Grinch continues continues to push the right buttons, but also continues to want to see more. Here's the coach's post-game presser. Yeah, just just really disappointing, you know, uh, obviously early in, in, in a number of facets, but that, that was the most glaring thing is you work so darn hard, you know, uh, dang hard on, on, on first and second down to give yourself those situations, and then, then you, uh, you know, obviously let them off the hook. And, and like anything, and, until you watch it, you, you give them uh, ample amount of credit in, in terms of your opponent. Um, I'm not sure that that video is going to suggest that that's, that that was our issue. Probably more self-inflicted in some of those scenarios. Um, and like you said, uh, it, it uh, is an issue that kind of uh, you know, popped up today. And then maybe at some point, you know, did, did you turn the tide? I, I like to think we did, maybe till the fourth quarter. But no, it's a disappointing thing. Football's hard, you know. And and, and um, there, there's a down and distance that you know attached to it that, that you want to try to get the sticks in your favor. And when you do, good lord, you got to take advantage of. So yeah, very disappointing. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, one of the things, you know, selective execution continues to be one of our issues. And selective execution, you know, says that, you know, if we, if we run the same call ten times, you know, it, it may look different, six of them. You know, you, you're sitting there and you got to, again, it goes, you got to point the finger at yourself as coaches. And there's two extremes. The, the, the one extreme, and not necessarily does it ever hit those extremes, but are you, are you not coaching enough or are you overcoaching? You know, and, and, and maybe the truth lies somewhere in the middle, but that's something we got to analyze as a coaching staff because you're, you're seeing it uh, uh, a trend through five weeks. And I got to look at it, you know, uh, again, specifically with me. Are, 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 we, are, we, are we telling them too much to, in, from the standpoint that, that execution is, um, you know, tied into one? You know, are they looking for a play? Are they, are they, you know, what, what is it? What, what continues to be our issue? 
again, the phrase being selective execution. If it looked the same every single time we ran this call, this happened, well, then obviously I got to do a better job and we got to call something else. But when the same call looks different versus similar plays, uh, then we, we got to look at it uh, and analyze it as coaches. And so um, that, that's something obviously we got to do. Yeah, I, th I think, uh, you know, not, not watching the film, I, I mean, I, you, you look at, uh, I mean, just perspective on the sideline, I think, you know, early on letting them off the hook in, in terms of some, some situational deals, as, as mentioned previously. And then obviously our inability to finish kind of, you know, really uh, changes your, your, your attitude maybe in, in the post-game press conference, you know. And, and so in any event, uh, no, I think, uh, uh, again, without looking at it, I, I thought they, they, they took the challenge. and. Uh, something that we'll con continue to have to do. You know, it starts up front, and obviously, back end's got to hold up as well. I noticed after the, the first touchdown drive of Kansas City, Kenneth kind of gathered the group up. What was that conversation like? Does that kind of speak to you? Yeah, I, I think like anything. I mean, the, the, it, it, you know, it's one drive. You know, you can be as disappointed as you want to be, be in it. You know, uh, you, you, you're never immune to it. Um, whether it's self-inflicted or, 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 you know, a, 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 uh, lead execution by your opponent. You're not. You, they, those things happen, and what you can't do is you can't let one drive all of a sudden dictate your day. You can't let that one drive dictate your quarter. Um, you got you got to find a way to to, to kind of regroup and, and those things. But uh, no, I think that that that, that does. I mean, we're 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 itching for leadership. Um, there, there's there's and, and the number one way you lead is is you play at a certain level to demand the respect of the, the guys in the room. And, you know, anybody can say whatever they want, but if you don't back it up. It, you know, you uh, lose credibility. And so he, he's one of those guys for us. And so that's something that's got to continue. Lincoln has referenced before his first year as offensive coordinator here. He referenced it again a minute ago. And just how you want to sort of get where you're going. And it's, you can't get there <laughs> super fast. Do you have the same perspective? I mean, you've, you've revamped defenses before. So maybe any comments old hat that you get used to can't be the week five or you're going to be the week 12. Sure. Is it, is it hard to sort of think in those terms or is it easy? Well, I, I think uh, you know some of it. You, you would say is is you know uh, an issue. Is it expected? You know, the, I guess um, in, in some regards, you know, probably yes. You know, you're, you're dealing with in terms of the scheme. You're, you're dealing with you know a room full of freshmen. It's not as if they have the cumulative reps to say, okay, this is our. Well, this happened two years ago against this opponent or, or, or on this call. You know, what I mean, so they don't have those things to to draw from. Um, you know, I, I'd be crushed if our effort was poor. I mean, just in terms of as you revamp things, you, you just say, if we got effort, we got a shot. If, if I'm, I'm sitting here, I'd, I'd be demoralized right now if I thought that we just played with, with poor effort, if our issues are tied into effort. And I'll flip my switch real quick if I turn on that film and that, uh, that, that uh, shows up at all. Um, but I don't believe it did. And I, I think, uh, um, you know, uh, as you go through it, you know, if, if we had an issue in Wednesday practice, and the guys look at you, you know, in, in terms of saying, okay, well, what's the big deal, coach? It's just a Wednesday. Well, now, now you got video of it happening on a Saturday. You know, it happens on a Thursday. And so some of that stuff, uh, to your point, is, is things you have to go through. It, it, just, it just is. Um, it doesn't make it okay. Uh, you can't be accepting of it and just say, well, chalk, chalk 2019 up to the learning process, you know. Um, but uh, there's a good luck, bad luck kind of uh, uh, maybe uh, – uh, um, you know, some type of balance that you want to get to. You know, if there's something that you can learn from in a win, 
give me the adversity and we get a chance to learn from it in the moment sure you don't want to go through those things but uh, uh, again fortunate for us up until this point we can learn some of these lessons in a win uh, through five weeks um, and then we got we got to stop uh, having to learn the lesson on Saturdays uh, we got we gotta learn them during the week yeah Well, we didn't do a very good job as coaches. That's that's it. Always comes back to us. We we got to do a good job of, of convincing these guys how appropriate and, and important it is to to finish. You know, they don't timestamp your rep with the score, and so if you take your your performance personal, um, in terms of uh, you know playing appropriate technique, um, and 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 again, you're not immune to it. Not suggesting that that, that some of them maybe there's perfect technique we got out executed. I don't believe that's the case, but um, we got to do a better job of convincing these guys how, how important. Uh, and how personal uh, the, the, their performance is. One, one on an individual basis, let's be selfish. Let's be selfish enough not to have that, that, that clip late in the football game. Um, and then obviously, uh, from a team standpoint, that, let's make sure that uh, uh, we, we wouldn't do that to our football team because I, I want to I finish the right way. The, the, this team has an expectation, uh, and, and my, my, my teammates expect me to, to get it done for, for 60 minutes. Made a major emphasis this week about 60 minutes. Uh, and was disappointed that we didn't quite get that done. Alex, can you talk about specifically what you're getting out of uh, Delarian because he played almost every snap. Yeah. By the time I came down to the field, and the elevator got out, but he seemed to flash, flash a lot today. Well, and, and he is. I mean, he's, he's become one of those guys we just don't want to take out. I don't want to take him out of the game. You know, I, I trust him to make the communications, which is a critical part of it. I trust that he's going to make the play. You know, I think he's going to have a disappointing rep in terms of getting the PI called. Uh, late in the game, uh, negated the, the, the only takeaway we would have had on the day, which is another disappointing part of it. Um, but, but no, he, he's held up very well. He's, 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 he's playing fast and, uh, uh, no, been, been very pleased with him. Well, I, I know it's one of the greatest rivalries in sport. I mean, I, I do, and it, it's something that, uh, you know, there's not a college football uh, fan, which I think all of us coaches we want to get into. There's, there's some level to that that, that that doesn't know about that and, and have an understanding in terms of uh, the respect factor between both, both, both schools, uh, but both football programs, and, and you, you know it's a, it's, a, it's a war each year. And so you've you got to make sure that uh, – um, that, that you respect it that way. You know it's game six, but you, you, know, you can't kind of go down that road and say it's just game six. It's not just anything. I, I know enough about it to, to suggest that. And finally, head coach Lincoln Riley. Got to win, and that's the most important thing on the road in conference play. But he knows there's work to be done as we get set for Texas. Yeah, excited about the win. Listen, this was, this was a, a strange one from, from even before the opening kickoff. It's, uh, I think Little League was maybe the last time that uh, – I was a part of a football team that didn't go in before halftime, so uh, it kind of brought us back there. But uh, some ups and downs throughout the game, more ups for us. Uh, um, excited about you know several stretches in the game. We played very well. Um, took us a little while to get on track, uh, you know, and then we had a really nice surge there uh, into the first half. Um, even despite a couple of you know really really dumb calls by me that set us back offensively. Um, uh, but, you know, we really got the ball back, uh, had some big plays there into the first half uh, in the beginning of the second half, able to separate that lead. Uh, did, didn't play as good, obviously, once we got the lead. They're big. You know, again, we've got to be able to continue to separate. Uh, had a couple of just, again, missed assignments, missed plays, give Kansas credit. You know, they're certainly an improved football team from 
from what we've seen in the last several years, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, it's always tough to come beat people on the road. You know, that's, that's why we take so much pride in it. So, um, we, like I've said a bunch, man, you know, winning, you have to have a healthy respect for it, and we do. And uh, so we're, we're certainly really excited to get a road win. Uh, we know we're going to have to continue to play better, uh, prepare better. And uh, that'll start here this Monday. So excited to get back after it. Did you, did you think the bad weather was the sole reason that, I mean, the big reason why you got off to a little bit of a slow start? No. Because no. you've been dominating teams in the first quarter. No, I don't. I don't. I think, uh, you know, I think we made a couple of, you know, a couple of mental mistakes. Uh, we just kind of came out of the gate a little bit slow, had some opportunities really on, on both sides of the ball to make big plays. Obviously, the penalties really, they were, the penalties hurt, and they were on just huge plays. I mean, even like, you know, CD's punt return, I think we calculated that was about an 83-yard penalty, you know. And so, I mean, there was – the penalties were really destructive early, I mean, no doubt. And then uh, missed a couple tackles, and they've got some explosive players and can make some big plays, and they did. So, uh, you know, we've got to keep our poise better. Um, but uh, we settled in and had a really nice stretch there again. The, Really, the end of the first half, beginning of the second half, was some really, really good ball. And so, obviously, you know, we're still, you know, not the midseason yet. We're still gaining on it, but we're obviously not where we want to be. Lincoln, have you ever been part of a third and goal from the 48? Do you have, even have anything drawn up? <laughs> Apparently not. Um, <laughs> no, that was that was kind of weird. We we just that was a debacle from. I mean, everybody can be involved. We had some some. We we should have had a pretty easy touchdown there. We we. We jacked that up, me being the person that jacked it up the most. When you talk about mental mistakes and you talk about a slow start and you talk about penalties, is it human nature to, to look ahead for these guys to the Texas game with knowing what's at stake next week? Is it you know, some of those games that you've played to this point? I've, I've never really got that feeling. I mean, that's, I know people, that's always a hot topic on the outside. I It wasn't mentioned, not game, not by anybody, uh, not one time. Never had that in the backdrop of my uh, press conference. So a lot of, lot of, lot of news today. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they thought of my play calls there at the end of the half. Um, um, so no, I, I really, I, I honestly did not feel that with this team. I didn't. I mean, I, I we had some uh, points that we wanted to come in and focus on. Um, we did some of them well. We didn't do uh, some of them well. Uh, I, you know. Maybe we didn't handle the the early start, whatever it was. This is not, you know, you know. I'm not even going to say that. We just we, we got to do better, you know. But I don't think the Texas game was in any part of factor here. Lincoln, no. How do you address the penalties that, that seem to continue to be a problem? Yeah, we've got to. We just got to continue to work. I mean, we're playing aggressive, and there's so much about the way we're playing that I like, and uh, and so. Um, you know, we're taking guys out. We're 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 getting on them. We're coaching them hard. They they oftentimes have not been the same type of penalties week to week. You know, it's just been a few. It's kind of like we plug a leak and then we spring another one. And so we've got to grow. They obviously, they cost us a chance to really separate in this. I mean, we did separate, but a chance to, to separate a little bit earlier in this game. And, uh, you know, we, we know obviously they're going to cost us if we don't continue to clean them up. So we got to do better. Is there a fine line? I thought they were much more active. Uh, I really did. I thought they were much more active. I thought we had bodies in the backfield. Uh, we controlled the gaps in the run game much better. A couple of the plays that got out were, you know, some of our fits behind that or just simply missing some tackles. More often than not, there wasn't many misfits. I think one, I think we missed one on the goal line coming out when Puka popped the run down our sideline. Other than that, there, 
there wasn't many clean ones. It was, you know, make a guy miss and, and you know, we've got to obviously do a better job uh, fitting that. But we, we got a lot of pressure. Uh, disrupted that game a lot. Had several, I think it felt like a lot more TFLs. I hadn't seen it, but I just I felt like we were in the backfield more and played a little more aggressive. Lincoln, we saw uh, Wiggins here, Swenson. Just the help of that offensive line with your two tackles out. I mean, how do you think they did today? Yeah, no, it's uh, you know health is what it is. Um, so we've I think I think five lineups in five games. I think um, so not ideal, but again that's something if you can get through it it pays dividends on the back end. And so far, we've been able to, to get through it. We've been able to, uh, to make it work. Um, our guys, I think, give our guys credit. They're, they get everybody's best every single week. I mean, every single team, defense in the country circles our, our team and our offense. We get that, and that's how we like it. And so uh, they've done a good job. Hopefully, we can you know, get some of these guys back and start to get some depth and some continuity back. Lincoln, you didn't bring uh, Brooks, but Stevenson had a great day for you. He did. No, he ran the ball. He ran the ball extremely well. Very, very powerful. Um, you know, it's a different kind of contact. You know, when he's down there on the field, I and mean, it's just a, it just sounds different. You know, and obviously he's breaking a lot of tackles. So um, he did a great job. And then play I was probably the most proud of is he he comes downhill on that kickoff and and uh, erases that guy pretty quick. So you know, it's it's fun to see our guys making plays and then and then going over and doing it on the special team side as well. What's that? Yeah, he's he's again. This was uh, I'm not gonna say we we were probably a little conservative with him. Um, you know, it's not like like I said, there's nothing structurally there. He's he's sore like you're gonna be after a, after you take a shot like that. But he's you know he's good to go. Um, he'll be ready to go. We'll get some of that soreness out and you know, should have him. You normally rotate you know Brooks on sermon. Uh, played sermon almost the whole first half. Uh, was there just kind of a hesitancy to? No, just kind of how it worked out. Just that some of the we got in some just kind of different situations, and uh, so no, we we were very confident with either one of those guys, and they both did a lot of good things. How do you feel like Jeff played today? He did good. He did good. We had a he he overcame his coaching a little bit too. I I put him in some tough situations, um, missed a couple things I thought that we that we had there, but you know continued to make a lot of plays. Um, uh, still being a very effective runner, still threw the ball, you know, on a very – the conditions were challenging. Again, obviously wet, and then the wind switched, you know, several times, and it would be gusty and then not. And so I thought he threw the ball very well, um, handled the ball well. A couple ones that we'll both want back, and like like I said, several things i got to do better for him. Link, you were asked about tempo in your offense. It seemed like today that was really Jalen's strong suit when you guys were going fast yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of more of a rhythm. Um, felt like we were especially a little slow there early in the uh, in the first drive. Couldn't get much rhythm, and so we were able to get some after that. And guys did a good job handling it, and he was very comfortable with it. What do you feel good about Lincoln going to Dallas next week, specifically about this group? I, mean, I feel good about our team. I mean, I feel good about our whole team. I mean, that's I feel like our whole team's in the same boat. You know, we've got to. We have got to continue to have an extreme sense of urgency to improve. Uh, there's no doubt when we play well on any of the three sides of the ball that we can do some really, really good things. And uh, so, um, and obviously, you know, we'll be excited to uh, to get back to preparation this week. So I feel good about our entire team. Doesn't mean we obviously have a lot of things to do better, but I, I like where our heads are at. I mean, it's uh, yeah, I, I like this team. I do. Yeah, 
No, I, not at all. I don't think it did at all. I mean, it's it's all about Kansas and uh, dealing with all the different adversity that we could potentially have, and we handled some of it well enough to win by 25 points on the road. But uh, we we, we want to play better, and we'll need to get better this week. Lincoln, I know you, your defense gave up a couple of laser touchdowns. They'll probably wish they could get back. But just overall, now five games with Alex at the helm, you sort of have a, a sense of how good they are, where they're headed. Yeah, I mean, I think we feel. I mean, you feel a lot of progress and excitement still about what we're doing. I don't. I think uh, parts of the day certainly just just verified that even more. Um, and so we got to continue to build quality depth. I think that's going to be a big part. And we've been able to play, you know, some of these twos and threes a bunch in these games. And they've got, you know, we got to get those guys up to speed. We got to play better when a couple of those guys are in the game. And uh, but we're doing some nice things. And again, I love how we're flying to the football, how we're hitting. Um, you know, and the, and the fun thing is, I mean, we're still, we're still so early in this deal. I mean, I know you guys get tired of me saying it, but I, I still so much relate it back to us coming in in 2015, and I know where we were mid-season. You know, and it stunk, and so we're, and it got moving though, and, uh, and so that's what it's exciting is you see glimpses of how good it can be, and and you know it's going to be on us to see how fast those glimpses can turn into just. You know, even longer stretches of dominant play. Lincoln, you, talked, you talked about you know not coming in before the opening kick. Um, did, when you have a set routine on the road like that or at home, does that throw does that throw people off a little bit? I mean, can that? It can't. Sure, it can. Yeah, I mean, these you know we're all like robots. I mean, it, this was weird in so many different ways. I can't even begin. You just you kind of all know where you're going to be at a certain time. It doesn't really matter where you're at. And so yeah, it, it definitely can. I mean. You, we talked about it during the week, but it's not like we knew exactly what it was going to be. I mean, hell, we didn't know we were going out until, I mean, 10 minutes until we were going out. You know, and so you're sitting there like, man, it could be another hour, like, we, or we could be going out in 10 minutes, and you don't know. And so uh, we had a plan. Our guys knew what the plan was, and then as soon as the time hit, we were going to do it. But to say it, did, it, it felt different. I'm sure it did to them. It for sure did to me. Uh, no comment. You guys, you guys know where we stand on that. Um, if there's, that's allegations, obviously that we take very seriously. And uh, if something like that comes up, they're they're you know not a part of our team. Um, uh, kicking situation, Gabe's doing extremely well. Also been really impressed with Stephen Johnson. He's done a great job uh, in the backup role. So we got two we're very confident in right now. There's a bunch. I mean, it just, you know, I don't like to give too much in about what we're thinking about play calls, but just, you know, if I'm going to ask these guys to do it at a high level, you know, if their head coach isn't doing it at a high level, then I didn't set a very good standard. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I deserve a lot of the blame on that. And, uh, you know, staff had a good plan together, and it's, it's my job in those moments to make sure we get the right things. And we did them several times, and that's on me, and i got to do a lot better, just like the whole team does. Last question. You talked about the aggressiveness that you like Yeah, no, it's a tough balance. It is. I mean, it's you know, you you look at the penalty deal and you beat your head at, and then I, I do keep reminding myself, you know, like I've said to you guys a lot, go look at the end of the year who the least penalized team is and go add up their record, you know. And so, I, the aggressiveness has to be there. Like to me, that's the one thing I can't do anything that's going to take away their aggressiveness. Sorry, I say I can't. I won't. Um, I, 
our, we have to play aggressive. That's the only way you win, especially big games. And so we're going to play aggressive, and it's on me uh, and the rest of our staff and our players to do it with, with also being more smart. And we got to we're, – we're good enough coaches and good enough players. We can figure that out. So here we go. It's, it's one of those weeks on the year depth chart that might be near number one, right? If you're going one through 52 on the weeks – OU Texas is is it. So we'll be getting set with complete coverage starting tomorrow with the Monday Presser Pod. We'll have the Sooner Sports Podcast live. So if you have questions for Toby and I, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter at OU on the air or on Facebook. On Tuesday, then that show drops in podcast form. On Wednesday, you'll get the Lincoln Rally Coaches Show. On Thursday, the Huddle Reloaded. On Friday, you get the Coaches Corner and at some point this week, we're kind of working through getting as much as we can. We're going to have an OU Texas Memories podcast. My man Matt Archibald had the idea. Uh, I think it's a great one. So we're going to talk to as many of the Sooner greats as we possibly can and just kind of share their memories of Oklahoma and Texas. So thanks for joining us on the Sunday post-game pod. We'll be back tomorrow with the press conference pod. Have a great start to OU Texas week, everybody, and Boomer Sooner. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Lamb and Rambo split wide to the left from the two. It's in Dover. CeeDee Lamb's a slot guy. He's ineligible. Snap. Handoff. Sermon up the middle. Gets by one guy. Runs by another bird into the end zone. The minister. Preach. And the Sooners are an extra point away from tying it up in Lawrence. Stanley awaits the football. Now he's got it. Play action. Looks left under pressure and he's dropped. It's a sack. Ronnie Perkins got in on him. And I mean fast. Sermon the back. Fullback is whole. Now they send Sermon in motion. Snap to Hurts. He'll run it himself up the middle. Bangs a bird at the one into the end zone, I believe. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. They never did get him to the turf. And the Sooners are on top in Lawrence. Sooners no timeouts remaining. Sermon on the right hip of Hurts. In motion goes Lamb. Snap to Hurts. Play action. Straight drop. Looks right. Lobs it out to CD. Caught at the 12. Makes a man miss at the 10. At the 5. Touchdown. TD for CD. And Oklahoma cashes in on a perfect sequence of events in the final minute of the first half. Calcaterra and Lamb to the boundary. Charleston Rambo way wide to the right snap. Option right. It's a fake pitch. Hertz turns it up. Dances sideways into the end zone. Touchdown, Jalen Hertz. That looked old school, didn't it? A little fake option oh. down there on the goal line. Flips it and then cuts it up. Little Beautiful. tip of the cap to the birthday boy, Barry Switzer, today with a little option football on the goal line. Love it. Looked good. Pistol formation. Handoff Stevenson. Running right. Met in the backfield. Breaks a tackle. Out to midfield. Breaks Another wow. tackle. He's into Kansas territory to the 30, 25, down the sideline, stiff arm it out of bounds. Around the 15. What a run by Ramondre Stevenson. Hazel went out to the right. Calcaterra Lamb to the left. Split backs. It is a play action. Hurt steps up in the pocket, throws left side. He's got the minister. Wide open. Touchdown. Breach. I mean, he was open. Snap to Stanley. Play action, straight drop, under pressure, hit, down. Big sack. Brian Osamoa planted him back on the bird. 
First down, handoff, Stevenson up the middle, has a hole, dances by a guy, crashes mm. into another bird, bounces off of him, watch out, 30, 25, 20, it's a race to the 10, to the 5, are you kidding me? That was spectacular. Ramondre Stevenson, and you can unhitch the wagon. Clock is at 15, now somebody tells Les that Lincoln wants to shake his hand. That'll do it. Overcast, rainy, kind of a bizarre day in Lawrence. Scoreboard says four, three, two, win column. Sooners, game over. And the Sooners move to 5-0. and oh. They get them a road win today in Lawrence. Final score, Oklahoma 45 and Kansas 20. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.